0: Hey, thanks for coming back to another episode here of About Faith. Uh, we have a another good testimony episode for you. Um, we have a little sister. You know, her brother is my brother, so I say <laughs> a little sister. Miss <laughs> uh, Kayla Spencer, how are you doing today?
1: I'm doing well. I'm doing well.
0: I always I promise I always mess up your name. i would be like, Kayla, Keisha, Kayla, Keisha. My miss- whole life. My whole life. I've been called the redhead. My whole life. I always like, I mean, just because I know both of y'all. So I was like flip-flopping and mix it up but it's not on purpose it's just yeah you know what i mean yeah especially i'm getting older and now my brain being you know what i'm talking spencer yeah yeah, yeah that one <laughs> but how are you doing i'm doing well i'm doing well happy to be here i'm glad that you decided to come by and you know share your testimony with us uh i'm sure you know you have some great things to say and i'm sure people will be blessed by it you know to hear your testimony um i'm blessed by every testimony I hear because you know that's how you grow in faith you know what i mean i'm sure even people like that are not saved it's good for them to hear you know, how god changed people and then us that are saved when you have when you tell us about you know things you've been through how god delivers that strength in the wood <laughs> that strength as well Most definitely. you know what i mean and then even i mean even being saved when i hear people how god delivered them it just gives me more confidence in my god of what he's able to do you know for me in my life so i'm sure it'll be a blessing to a lot of people uh you know, once they're able to hear, you know, listen to this episode and um but you know, tell us a little bit about yourself, like where are you from and like how did you grow up? I'm sure people wanna know all that.
1: I'm born and raised in Dallas. Okay. Uh absolutely love Dallas. This is home.
0: Yeah.
1: Um grew up two parent household. Uh everything was good, uh for the most part, had ups and downs, but um I made it through. Yeah. So um grateful. Yeah. Grateful.
0: Yeah. So you said two parent household, well, you all are are Your parents from Dallas? Did y'all go to church? Like, what was that like?
1: My mom is from East Texas. Okay. Uh, my dad is the one that's from Dallas. Okay. And my mom, she moved to Dallas, of course, when they got married. Um, and they had two beautiful children. <laughs> um, and uh, we grew up in Full Gospel Holy Temple. Okay. Um, best church on earth for me. Yeah. Um, definitely grateful for my upbringing, and um, I actually appreciate it a lot more now.
0: Oh, why you say you appreciate
1: it a lot more now? Um, because you know, I was one of those kids i, I left home at the age of
0: seventeen
1: uh-huh. uh broken, didn't know what I was doing, yeah, um but I can honestly say that leaving the house that early yeah. it grew me up, yeah, and it helped me to see that the world was not what I thought it was mm-hmm. uh people really don't love you, you yeah. know yeah, yeah, um, yeah, yeah, yeah everything that you that that I went through um while I was in the world um just. I mean, everything. It really helped me to appreciate um, my upbringing and the discipline um, and the uh, attributes that my parents instilled in me at a young age. Like, it really helped me. And my dad uh, and my mom, they always told me in life, you always have a choice mm-hmm. and do your best in every single thing that you do. Yeah. And I was just like, OK. But it didn't make sense until yeah. I got saved. Yeah. Because now I can live discipline. Yeah. So it, it, it makes sense now
0: i thought like, i like how you said that so like you said there were some attributes i know discipline you already mentioned that mm-hmm. where it's like some other things they instilled in you because i was just having this conversation with somebody else and they were talking about how church is just a percentage of it you know what i mean but it has to be reinforced at home the bible talks about training up a child and the way <laughs> it should go and then when he gets old he's not going to depart from it but yeah. so what was that upbringing like at home um Oh. It sounded like they were, they were instilling a lot <laughs> at home, too. So. They
1: were. They were. Like I said, putting your best foot forward. Yeah. You know, young kid, you may not been saved, but... You know, you know, that you needed to uh, exercise modesty yeah. in everything, not just yeah. uh, in in apparel, yeah. but in your conduct. Right. Like my mom, she was big on that. And it's still big on that to this day. Mm-hmm. Um, your character, you know, yeah. everything that you say and you do, it's, right. it's a record of it, you know. And you need to make sure that you're always treating people the way that they want to be treated. You know, just things of that nature. That's things that they always taught me and still are teaching me to this day.
0: Wow. Oh, mm-hmm. that's great. I love it. Um, so growing up, like... What was it like for you? Like as far as like being in church, like how did you feel? I can always talk about me. I was just like, <laughs> I was just like, man, this is just—I don't know why. Like you know, I wish I would have, you know, taken to it earlier, listened earlier, but just like i you know, just like, yeah. you know yeah. what I mean? I don't know.
1: I, <laughs> I, I would definitely agree with that. I really wish that I would have uh, gotten saved a whole lot sooner. Yeah, um, would have uh, been a lot better off a lot sooner. Yeah. Um, but everything happened for a reason, the way it did, you know, um, I went through some things, you know, at a young age, you know, went through some uh, traumatic experiences. Mm -hmm. Um, but, um, I thank God for being a healer. Right. You know, um, I went through, like I said, I went through some traumatic experiences, um, things that I wouldn't wish on nobody's child. Yeah. Um, but God healed me literally last year. Right. Um, I can't remember the message that was being preached, but I knew that something was off. Right. I knew that uh, uh, I just, I felt disconnected. Yeah. I hadn't done anything, but I just felt disconnected from God. Right. And um, I was like, you know what, God, I trust you with every single thing else that has happened, but this one situation. Mm. And I literally gave it to God at the altar. All right. And I felt him just come down and like hug me. That's it. A- for everything he's a good guy oh, <laughs> he
0: go is he is you know you said like i know you said you left at around 17 mm-hmm. and you kind of started to like i guess we always say like do your own thing yeah but, you know what i mean <laughs> uh, you know so you kind of just you know, follow your own path and mm-hmm. you know go your own way yeah um and like what what was that path like for you like like you know everybody has their own like thing when they say they're they're leaving like but what was that like for you? And then, like, what happened during those time that made you want to come back to God? Like, how did all of it come full circle?
1: Um. Well, I went and decided that I wanted to just be, be in the streets, yeah. you know, that I wanted to do, yeah. you know, worldly things. Yeah. And um, I honestly thought that uh, the people that I was surrounding myself with had my best interests at heart. Mm. And it wasn't until I got in trouble um, with the law that mm. I saw then. You know you ain't doing things you know in a way that's going to get you ahead in life right you know and i realized then because i literally i'll never forget um i was going through just like a really really hard time and um i was with someone and i literally locked myself in the closet and i told them i said i'm gonna kill myself i said i I don't want to deal with this anymore you know, fighting depression and suicide. Mm. And literally, they said, all right, if that's what you want to do, go ahead and do it. Now, this is the person that I thought cared about me, Mm. you know, and it's just little things like that that I saw. And I was just like, you know, like I said earlier, the world does not love you. Like, no, I kept looking. We even started going to church, but I could not find deliverance. I could not find joy. I could not find peace. I couldn't find love. But I I was looking for it. It was just in the wrong places. Right,
0: right. Yeah, uh, I, uh, I heard I uh, I didn't personally hear this message, but somebody told me about it. Mm-hmm. It was a message that was preached by one of the elders at our church. Mm-hmm. Uh, and they preached it, I believe, on a street service. You know, we go out outreach things like that. And they preached, they taught, It was titled "Sin Is Not Your Friend," and I was thinking about. I was thinking about that, and that's what just made me think about how like the world doesn't love us. You know what I mean? He doesn't no. have the <laughs> devil. Doesn't have any good intentions for us the bible talks about the thief comes back but to steal kill and to destroy he Only it. has one three intentions yes yes literally <laughs> none, of the, none of those are good intentions for your life you know what i mean so yeah and i know he tries to wrap it up in pleasure but the mm-hmm. bible talks about how that la- on the last four seasons yeah you know what i mean and then when everything is finished when sin is finished sin is tired of you it brings forth death yeah you know what i mean so you it's not like you said you experienced that firsthand yeah you know how sin it wasn't your friend it didn't yeah. have it didn't have any best interest for you and when you start seeing the ugly side of sin. Yeah. You know what I mean? What 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 started pulling you to come back to God?
1: Well, of course, like I said, I had gotten in trouble. Uh-huh. And so now I was on probation. Yeah. And uh, I had to report, you know, everything that I was doing. Um, and it was like, it reminded me, and this may sound odd, it reminded me of that same discipline that I had at home. Yeah. Because they were constantly on you and yeah. about your whereabouts. Yeah. And, um, everything just became unsatisfying. You know, I couldn't, I couldn't smoke anymore. Uh, I was drinking a little bit here and there, but it just, it wasn't satisfying because it's like, okay, you done took away everything that I was indulged in because (laughs) now I got to report it, you know? Yeah. And. When it started becoming unsatisfying, I really started to look at things from a different perspective. Yeah. And, of course, God just kept dealing with me, but I was trying to drown him out. Yeah. I, I was like, mm I want that Jesus stuff. Yeah. You know, I, I know what it's about. You know, I knew scriptures more than any of my friends. Right. You know, I would be the one to say something spiritually in, in, in the oddest situations. Right. I, I'll never forget, Uh, quickly, um, my brother, he called me and told me when the late apostle had died, and I was like... Sitting there, literally smoking, and I was like, you know, I think Jesus is gonna come back for real now because he's dead. <laughs> and the person looked at me and they was like, yeah, you you want to go to church or something? Like, what, what's going on? But that was that was my mind frame. Like, yeah. you're loved, you know. But it's by God, right. you know. You can be changed. You can have a better life, but. You need God to put the puzzles back together yeah, and right, right. the pieces, I mean, the pieces of your puzzle back together. And I just, I didn't see that, yeah. but that was him drawing me back. And literally I started having dreams um, of going to hell. Mm. Literally, I saw myself falling yeah. into just the depths of just unimaginable flames. Yeah. And I was just like, I don't want this though. You know, I felt like everything, although I had went through a lot of things, I felt like, I could still have a good life without God. Mm. And that was the sad part.
0: Yeah. I mean, it, it, that's what the devil wants us to think. Like your life would be good without him. But like, I mean, we've been, we've been hitting on it. Like it, it, it doesn't end well. It you doesn't. know what I mean? It doesn't, you can, and then you may, you may can have a good life. You know what I mean? But, uh, I can have an abundant life. Right. With God, right? Right. You know I mean? right? I can have, you know what I mean? So I can have way more. Uh, and also I can have a, easy life. He said, his, you have to be yoked up to anything. He said, but right. my burden is easy and my yoke is, is light so I can have a, a way better life Yeah. when I come to God. So when finally did it, then you was just like, you know, I have to go give my life to God today. It was a series of events, to be <laughs> honest. I
1: don't even remember every single thing that happened, but I, I can honestly say, after that dream, uh-huh. I kept having that same dream yeah. repeatedly. Uh-huh. And so, it got to the point where I woke up and I just started just bawling. And I'm not an emotional person. Like, I don't cry. Like, that's that's not me. I'm yeah. not a crier. Yeah. <laughs> it takes God to make me cry. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm just waking up crying. And the person that I was living they was like, so what's wrong with you? You need to tell me what's going on. <laughs> and I'm like, mm, you're probably not going to understand. But since you want to know, yeah, God's telling me to leave you. And they were <laughs> like... Yeah, uh-huh. You don't went off on the deep end. Like, it is <laughs> something wrong with you. And so I knew that there was only a handful of people that I could talk to. Right. Mom, dad, brother. Yeah. And so me and my brother have always been close, so I called my brother. And he just began to tell me, like, you know, it's time. You yeah. know, you, you need to get it together. You need to make a decision. God's not going to stop dealing with you until you realize that you need him in your life more than you need anybody else. Right. And that I believe that was either on a, like a Sunday or a Monday. That Tuesday, I went to church and um, Apostle preached loving holiness. Okay, you probably um, you remember yeah. the message. You? Hey, it had absolutely nothing to do. He was just talking about loving the Lord and loving, you know, the life you live and all I was like, uh huh, make the altar call. Please <laughs> hurry up. I'm tired of having this dream. And I went down to the altar and I got saved and I got filled with the Holy Ghost that night. Okay. I thought I could not be saved because it everything that transpired but mm. god saved me that night and i have not been the same since
0: that's a little love, especially i mean to hear that you say you thought you couldn't be saved look at god showing you his love and showing you how much he cared because it might be some people out there that feel the same way they feel like they've done too much yeah you know what yeah. i mean and that's what the devil wants you to think he wants yeah. you to feel like you've done too much and somehow you may have that one person yeah you know, they'd be like they and it, it, i guess is what i'm you like you you can always come back home. You know what yeah. I mean? You can yeah. always come back to God. That's what he's doing. He's pulling at you. But the devil wants you to feel like, hey, you've done too much. He doesn't care. He doesn't yeah. want you back. But look, I I like that little part of the end. <laughs> 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 I mean, because, I mean, that's a, that's a reality for a lot of people. Yes. They just feel like yes. they've done too much and nobody cares. But you yeah. need to understand that if nobody cares. God still cares. Exactly. And cause, I mean, so he's he, He's the one that matters the most. Yeah. And I know you said you got filled with the Holy Ghost. I was, I was asking you this. <laughs> you know what I'm about to say?
1: Well, does it? Look did I feel new? Did I look new? Did my hands look did what? Yeah.
0: Did all that ha- did that happen for you? Cuz
1: Yes, know. I actually did have that experience. Okay. Believe it or not. I actually did. Um I not only did I feel new, but I felt like like I actually felt the love of God mm. that night. Mm. I I I felt it like you know, people tell you Jesus love you. Right. You know, I even ran. I'll never forget. I even ran into uh, one of our street services one time. I think I ran into BJ. Uh-huh. And uh, he was like, hey, sis. Ran into the late elder Michael T. And he said, hey, girl, you know. And I felt their love. But it was nothing like the love that I felt that night. When I say I came out the prayer room and my eyes everything looked brighter. I mean everything looked brighter. <laughs> Had on my little dress, you couldn't tell me nothing. And I just everything felt like it's almost like my senses were in tune with the love of God. I felt it that night.
0: That's amazing. I love it. I mean the joy <laughs> the joy of the Lord. She got you she got so excited <laughs> talking about that. <laughs> yes sir. Yes sir. And I um how long ago was that?
1: That has been since 2014. It's been eight years. Okay. See, God is a keeper, too. He you know, is.
0: Just, He is. don't just save you, keep you. So, yeah. I love it. And we know, like, I mean, you know, we've been saved for a while now. You can testify that, you know, it's just not, it doesn't stop once you get saved. Yeah. Actually, that's when the fight starts. Oh, yeah. You know what I mean? Now <laughs> now you really realize, like, you know, I'm in, it's a, it's a warfare going on. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's a real... It's a battle each day, and a lot of times, even for me, um, when I say like, "I wish I got," I would have gotten saved sooner because those are less things the devil can tempt me with. Exactly, <laughs> you, exactly. You know not what I for mean? For real. You know what I mean? And not only that, but I know there's going to be trials that I have to go through. Yeah, just because I'm on the Lord's side. Yeah, you know, and I have a desire to go higher and yeah. deeper in God. Um, what are some, some trials that you find? Do you mind sharing anything that you have went through, trial? Yeah, if you have more than one, it's fine. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Or, you know, whatever you decide to share. And then just like, tell us, you know, how God brought you through them.
1: Literally a month after I got saved, mm. uh, I was at work. And um, I'm a chef. And a hundred pound panini press fell on me. Oh, wow. Uh, it was in a locked position. Oh, man. And it fell out of the locked position. How? I, I have no idea. Oh, wow. And it fell on my head and oh, fell wow. on my shoulder. Oh wow. Uh that caused muscle spasms out of this world uh throughout literally from my neck all the way down to my back. Mm. Um went through, you know, the whole workers comp and all of that and uh I got home, you know, after having gone to the doctor and everything and I said, "Mama, I think this is my first trial." <laughs> she <laughs> said uh she said, "Yeah, I think so too." <laughs> And that went on, um, the muscle spasm, on and off after just that one injury went off about five years. Oh, wow. Um, And it's just something that I just kept dealing with. Um, And I kid Mm -hmm. you not, uh, we had this real special revival. Uh, I will never forget it. Um, And I wasn't going to go that night, but um, I had been, you know, talking with one of my family members, and I really wanted them to be Mm saved. And I said, I don't care how I feel, I'm going to press my way. As Mm -hmm. I had been doing, but... Uh, it was a special revival because uh, Apostle Wallace and our uh, Apostle had been there, yeah. And we were running that that two part revival. It was just like a one night thing. And uh, I turned to my family member and I said, "Hey, I said, man, I said, I think tonight is your night, you know." And I don't remember what all I said else to him, but he said, "All right." He said, "You gonna go down there with me?" I said, "Man, I'm going down there with you." Yeah. And uh, he got saved and filled with the Holy Ghost. Yeah. And when I walked back to my seat, I had absolutely no pain
0: in my back whatsoever you <laughs> just by doing the lord's will yes god healed you for yes just, and so sometimes that's what it takes sometimes it's just i gotta show god that i'm, I'm gonna keep doing his will no matter what right because sometimes yep. the devil wants to i remember telling somebody this they were they were sick and and i remember they they missed church mm. and i was like Man, if you keep missing church because you just because you don't feel a little good, yeah. the devil gonna always make sure oh, that yeah. you stay sick. Oh
1: yeah. Oh I was yeah. like,
0: I was like, I'm, I'm like, if he can, if he sees that it's that easy, yeah, yeah, that's what's gonna be. Because if you go everywhere else, but when it's time to go to church, you feel a little sick, and you get he's gonna make sure that okay, well, you know, what I mean, I'm, I can, I'm, I'm going. That's that's what's gonna be your lot. Your, yeah. That's what's gonna yeah. be your battle because. Yeah it's easy to keep you out, yeah. you know, with sickness, you know yeah. what I mean? So, a lot of times you have to learn how to press your way, like you yeah. said, I gotta press, <laughs> even in pain, right? right? I'm sure that was times where you were sitting in church in pain, <laughs> with muscle <laughs> like spasms, yeah. you know what I mean? And, and sitting in church in pain, but like you said, you continue to press your way, and then keep doing the work of the Lord. I yeah. know, because you've been, I never knew you were dealing with muscle spasms, but you yeah. come out on street service, Yeah, you would do, <laughs> you know <laughs> what I mean? And so, for God to deliver you and you, while you're still doing this work, that's an amazing guy. Is there any scriptures you were standing on during that time?
1: Um, definitely. Uh, has thou not known, mm-hmm. has thou not uh, heard that the everlasting Father uh, neither faints and neither is he weary. Uh, that's Isaiah 28 and 40. Oh, yeah, you know that one. You called it that without. <laughs> 20 28, I'm sorry. You call it that good. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that one, that just, it just continually even till today it just continually reminds me that no matter what you're going through mm-hmm. god's got it all in control but right. you got to let him be god
0: yeah um, gotta let him be god
1: gotta let him be god um and that that's what keeps me going yeah
0: that's what keeps me going i always ask people this too like you know we like our songs mm-hmm. I, I i stand on the word of god but you know some, some songs kind of massage you sometimes <laughs> they Whether do there they songs you would you would oh yeah you, I, I like I like the older gospel. I do. Uh, I
1: love uh, the Winans. Trusting yeah. God. Uh, Counted all joy. Yeah. I love Walter Hawkins. He's that kind of friend. Yeah. Oh yeah. I all like of that all stuff
0: <laughs> that you continue to let uh continue to stand on. Yeah. I know you said you've been safe for eight years, mm-hmm. and along the way there is God does place you know people in our lives. They need like spiritual like mentors or heroes that's been in your life. You know even. Uh, just been there to encourage you or what they've taught you Mm -hmm. along the way.
1: Yeah. um, I've actually been blessed uh, to have quite a few because of uh, working with some of the older mothers in the church. Um, Definitely my parents. um, They have been there and have taught me. um, Basically what I've been saying is just to keep persevering. Mm -hmm. Like uh, I'll never forget one mother told me, she said, you know, it doesn't matter what you go through but trust that God will deliver. Mm -hmm. She said, but you have to keep working your faith. Mm -hmm. You have to keep persevering. You have to keep going forward. Um, My late grandmother, um, she was saved and filled with the Holy Ghost. Mm
0: -hmm.
1: And um, we were able to spend a lot more time together uh, after she retired. And, uh, of course, she taught me, you know, everything dealing with uh, her profession because it's the profession that I chose. But one thing that I really admired about her that she taught me, just from me watching her, Was the same thing to just keep persevering. Um, I seen her, you know, go through some great trials in her body and she would literally still wake up in the middle of the night and call on Jesus for help Mm. in the middle of the night. Mm -hmm. (laughs) uh, She still was faithful to prayer, still was faithful to just the small things to maintain salvation. Yeah. And that meant uh, the world to me to see um, and just the strength and resilience of my parents Um, I have seen them just successfully, in my opinion, uh, continue to overcome. Um, I think even recently my mom uh, saw that I was going through some things. She's like, I don't know what's going on, but I can tell there's something going on up here in this mind. And uh, she literally went and wrote uh, scriptures and sayings on my door. Mm. And uh, basically, just let me know that it doesn't matter uh, what the attack of the enemy is. You can't sit in that place. Right. You have to fight back. Yeah. You have to be proactive. You can't just let them keep throwing. You know, like right, right. you can't just let them keep throwing blows at you. You got to yeah. throw them back.
0: Throw something back. You have to. Yeah. And I love that. How? how I mean, to hear all that, like going, going through, like how important do you think that was to your salvation and your walk with God?
1: Oh, that was crucial, uh-huh. crucial, absolutely crucial. Because, like I said, it's been, you know, I'm, every day had been Sunday. You right. know, I went yeah. through quite a few things. And it won't be, <laughs> <laughs> it, it won't be until the day that I go on. Oh, yeah, um, those little nuggets, those things, just they've always come at the right time, mm-hmm. and they've just really, you know, encouraged me to keep fighting and don't forget to uh, be faithful to prayer. Mm-hmm. Um, and be faithful to hearing what God has to say right. in every situation. Right. Um, I think it's so important to keep seeking God and keep seeking his instruction. I love the proverb that says in all that I get and get an understanding. Yeah. Um, because you know, you're not going to understand the situation, right. but God will give you the the posture that you need to have or the instruction that you need, uh, uh, to know to either stand still or to how to move about and get out of that situation. Right.
0: I said that he'll give you the posture. God's not going to leave us without what we need. Right. He might not tell us why we're going through mm-hmm. it. You know what I mean? But we got to trust. Yeah. You know what I mean? Job talks about it. Right. Like, yeah. you know, he knows the way that I take. Yes. I look for him. He said, I look for him on my left. You know what I mean? I yeah. look for him. Like I look for him everywhere. I couldn't right. find him, but he knew he know where he know where I'm going. He's ordering my steps. And, he has, like you said, he, I have to trust him. Yeah. You know what I mean? Sometimes it's rough. Yeah. You know, to be like, how do I trust when I I can't even see where I'm supposed to go? Right. And I was listen, listening to somebody and they talked about how, you know, when God gives you a, he gives you a word, just keep doing that until he tells you something else. Yeah. You know what yeah. I mean? Like, That's what you have to do. You know what I mean? Like he ain't, hear if he hasn't told you anything else, keep doing what he, well, he's already told you, and one thing he's already told us, you know, is be witnesses.
1: Yeah,
0: <laughs> you know what I mean. If I, yeah, I could do that. You know what I mean. If I'm going through, I could be a witness, like right. you, like you said. <laughs> yeah, it, it, you being a witness brought about healing. people yeah. don't look at they may they may not look at it like that at all. <laughs> like you know what <laughs> I mean. But he's already commanded us. Yeah, giving us command for a lot. You said be faithful to prayer. Yeah, you know what I mean. Like it's it's, a, it's the you life. It's, it's a lot, It's everything <laughs> that you've already. Told, he he's already told us to do. We can keep doing those things yeah and watch him, watch how he brings us. So i love you you talked about prayer and it made me think about like your father because i worked with him on the prayer line and, yes sir you know he's been doing that for a long time and you can see like he's also putting that down in his his family yeah like to pray and the importance of prayer you can see how it's 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 not just something that he does for at church nobody even sees it never it, nobody ever sees it. they <laughs> wouldn't even you wouldn't even know but he's yeah. been doing it for so long yeah you know to be and praying for people and you know and And I'm sure God fights him. I mean, not God, but the devil fights him because he's faithful to something that's that's important in the body of Christ. Yeah. So I I just love it. Love hearing about all those things. Is there anything like, um, anything like auxiliary or anything you work with at church that you love and just why you feel that's important? That's an important ministry.
1: Um, like I said, I work with the homeless ministry. Mm -hmm. I work with Meals on Wheels. I work in Soul Harvest. Uh, work with the sanitation team. Oh, wow. Um and work up in the choir when uh whenever we reconvene, <laughs> make a joyful noise uh, to the Lord. Um, you want get you want to sing a solo? Uh, no, no, thank you. Abide in your own. Car. <laughs> um, but I definitely love love uh, doing the homeless ministry. Mm-hmm. Um, I love all of them, but I sp- I I just absolutely love the homeless ministry because, uh. It keeps you uh, in a state of humility mm-hmm. uh, to know that that could be you first mm-hmm. and foremost. Right. And if it wasn't for the grace of God, it yeah. would be you. Right, right. Um, and to see the smiles and the genuine happiness that radiates just from giving them a hot meal or just for treating them as a person, as a child right. of God, it is absolutely uh, absolutely love going and doing street service uh because you get to meet so many people you get to right. actually see uh you know what is manifesting in the world you know right, what right. people are bound to and you know you know okay this is what i need to be praying for right. this is what i need to be sharp on on how to right, witness right. you know right right and so it's just it's it's a blessing it's a blessing
0: street street like going out i know most people call it like outreach but street mm-hmm. service is like in witnessing is one of my favorite things just yeah. because, like and for the same reasons right like yeah you get to see different types of people you get to see what people are 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 dealing with and yeah as you talk to people you know you get to understand like what the devil is but uh have people minds bound by in yeah. this season and it makes you go study makes you go pray you know what you get to pray for you know like hey i need to have you know something to say for this like god what what is going on so yeah I, I love it and I love to see when people come and give their life to God and see people not care about like the crowd they're on the street yeah yeah and giving their life to God so um before we get out of here you know are there anything you would like to leave to the listeners and just what
1: um what I've been saying the whole time um no matter how broken or how beat up or how hurtful your past was yeah trust God to heal you yeah. Uh trust God to make you whole. Um if you trust him uh with every other situation but it's something that you steady holding on to. Yeah. You're not letting him be God in your life. Right. And that was a, that's a hard one to learn, but I'm telling you when you allow God to be God in your life, he will heal you and he will make you whole.
0: Yeah. I love it. This is very great episode. <laughs> uh I love the fact that you were able to you know, stop by and just kind of share us some your testimony with us. And until the next time, we're gonna go ahead and roll the outro.